Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America. This is Dr. Pierre Hope you guys are having a warm, warm snuggle up weekend. I know that um, we have had some very, very interesting, um, just some very, very interesting weather that has uh, shut down a lot of us. And if you are in with your honey bunny or sitting in with now the one appropriate time to wear those wool pajamas, and it's not the H-E-B like I saw a sister tonight, but at your crib with your animal house shoes on, it's all the better. So with all of that said, I um, just want to kind of go and um, talk about some events that happened this in the last week. Um, as unless you were sleeping under a rock or pulling the Rip Van Winkle, you know we lost uh, Nelson Mandela. And the one thing that I want to say about that, um, and it's going to really connect to tonight's program in a very unique way, is that there are things that are going on in your life, things that for less of a reason, at least in your present view, make absolutely zero sense to you. There are situations that happen that cause all of us to dig deeper, to look further, to peer into circumstances with the view that the eye cannot see but the mind's eye can envision. And that is why a lot is going on in your life right now the way that it is happening in your life. As a matter of fact, I'm going to comfort you even further what the fact that you're listening to this program is not an accident. There's going to be something shared, something said, something done this evening that would re- should resonate with you. Um, I know for my hope for you for Christmas and for this holiday season is basically two or three different things, but I'm going to name a couple at, at, at least at this stage in the program. The first thing that I hope for you is that whatever state you are in, whether you are standing beneath the mistletoe and the only thing that kisses your shadow on the wall, or you have been blessed to get that job that you've been waiting for, that new car, that new crib, or even if this is a season where you're going, why in the hell did I just get laid off? Why did I just get fired? You know, why did this person that I thought I was going to marry and that I love just I do the stupid and now i got to kick them to the curb because if I don't, I'm kicking everything I believe into the curb. Whatever is going on in your life, it is not an accident nor is it a coincidence. It is happening for a reason, and that reason will be revealed in my prayer for you this very season of your life. So without getting too deep into that, I want to talk about tonight's show. Um, There is a 
wonderfully gifted and talented young woman by the name of Kim Roxy. Um, I had the pleasure of knowing whom this woman is for quite uh, some time, but I finally got to um, be blessed to come in contact with her in person uh, not too long ago. And the thing that I, that stood out to me that really resonated is here is this beautiful, young, vibrant woman that is so caught up in the moment. And I don't mean that in a bad way because hopefully when, we, when I bring her on the show in a moment, you're going to get caught up in a moment. That um, even though to what many would consider success or what many would egotistically just uh, go dive face down into a pool of ego tripping and a pool of, hey, you guys look at me, look at where I am, what I've done, this sister has not been seduced by that, that uh, manic state of egotism or that manic state of I got it going on. What I saw, and I mean, I, I really observed her, and believe me, the girl was coutured like a little black Barbie doll, and I'm not infanticizing her when I say this, but I do mean it. The woman, every hair was in place. She had on an outfit to die for. For all of you ladies out there that are shoe freaks and the guys that are foot freaks, you would have just dropped. You would have been salivating looking at her feet and her shoes. I mean, from head to toe, this woman had it going on. But what the thing that I noticed the most was a presence that the eye typically cannot see. And what I mean by that, and, and I, I really want you to pay attention to this, is she was so present in the moment that she was not caught up in herself. Her attention to detail was on the ambience and she was very um, grounded in the significance of making sure that people were noticed that she wasn't too busy or too put off by anyone. Now, here's why I'm going all of this, and, and, and there is a little cheerleading going on for Kim Roxy. I know it sounds like that, but really what I'm cheerleading right now is awareness and clarity. And that's what I want to talk to her about uh, this evening is about the awareness and clarity of knowing when the universe looked at Kim Roxy and gave that wink and said yes, because many of you are either going to do one of two things over the next couple of weeks, possibly even this week or with, before the end of the year, and that is you are either going to embrace and walk straight into your moment because the universe is trying to tell you yes, or you are going to blow it because you uh, just got you a press ham sandwich, some chips, and some soda water, and you burped and think you've had a, uh, a con-nest five-star meal when, in fact, you're snacking on silliness and stuck on stupid. So without further ado, I would like to bring to the show to help you avoid blowing your, your blessing as well as this special time in your life, Miss Kim Roxy. Kim, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm wonderful. I am absolutely fabulous. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I, I wanted there were so many ways that we could take this program, and and mm -hmm. I'm going to talk. I, I'm going to talk about Lamique. I'm definitely going to talk about your company because that has also done something on the national landscape that 
very few minorities across the spectrum, let alone an African-American female, has uh, done what Lameek has done in the, in the most recent months. But I want to talk about you. Kim, for all that you've been blessed to do, tell me the pathways that that were closed up that kind of the universe was saying, no, girl, don't go that way, uh-uh, I'm not going to let you go that way, and, and <laughs> it eventually realized that, you know what, damn, that's a trail of breadcrumbs leading me to my destiny. Tell us how you got started or how you almost didn't get started that catalyzed you into forcing yourself to accept destiny. Well, you know, Doctor, I, you know, I, when you open up the program and I listen to you very closely, and um, your pretty much summary of interaction with me, um, I was very pleased with um, because that's basically who I am. I am Kim Roxy, the person that um, gets the attention to give it to others and for a greater good. And, you know, when I began along my career path, which I feel like began when I was seven years old, when I gave my life to Christ and just everything (laughs) happened and I began playing the piano and I would be in piano recitals and I would win the competition. And, you know, if I didn't win the competition, I remember the first year I did win. And my family just got it. I was like, okay, this is what happened. I have to practice and then I can have a chance of winning. And so then the next year I practiced and I placed, and then the following year I got the crown. This began back then. You know, um, I was trained and, and supported by my parents to definitely work hard and there will be something at the end, uh, rather it be the crown or the learnings that happen. And, for me, um, you know, when we, you know, when I, you know, created this makeup line and all this good stuff, it it wasn't anything that just, like, hit me on the top of the head. Um, it was a vision that came. But before this word purpose became really popular, you know, within the past uh, years here, purpose has become really popular, you know, wanting to find your purpose and all that. I was just, like, in college, got a vision didn't realize, okay, this is what purpose was and all this, God began to give that to me later and help me to better understand who I am and what I'm here for. It still continues to do that day by day. We just kind of get better and better day by day, right? Mm-hmm. So and so that's that's kind of for me, you know, what happens. Now when I talk to women, I find that it's very deep for them that they're in meditation and they're, you know, in a lot of different things just to find out what their purpose is. And I always say if you just, work really well at whatever you're doing, um, whether it's raising your children, whether, you know, every capacity of your responsibility that you're working really hard and making it about others, then purpose is upon your life automatically. And so, you know, I, I'm i happy because, or, or very joyful, should I say, um, because at an early age I learned to go after it all the way, whatever it was, and um, this is the journey that I'm on, and um, 
even though I get a lot of attention, I've been in a lot of stuff, I've been in a lot of magazines, that just makes it so the platform is higher for others uh, because I am an avid mentor and um, because I know that people will dish you. You know, I've had, when you talk about closed doors, I've had a lot of closed doors, um, a lot of people that, that talk to me now and that <laughs> that I could do that I do business with now or or either just know and acquainted with uh, and colleagues with, they've dissed me before. But they don't even remember that they did it because they wasn't even aware when it happened. And so uh, that just kind of goes to show that a lot of what I do is because this happens every day to people. And so I, I try to be aware of, um, you know, who I'm talking to and, um, you know, treat everyone, uh, you know, at the, you know as a VIP, you know, as we would put it, because, you know, I've been there before. I've had people, you know, I, I remember when I wanted to rent a space to, to uh, retail out of and, you know, they called me a kid and wouldn't rent the space to me and just totally disrespected me. Um, but, you know, we're still here, you know, and so sometimes those closed doors, those um, – they help you, and, you know, that's the reason why I know, too, the difference between real and illusion and, you know, being around the entertainment industry and being in front of a lot of cameras, you kind of realize what's real and what's illusion. And, um, uh, because of uh, this whole experience, it's really, um, this has really molded my character. And so, you know, even as a young lady, I realized that, you know, every day is a gift and, the doors that I'm supposed to go through, nobody will be able to neglect me from. Um, but not, you know, but, you know, because God has a path and a journey, then he's going to make sure that I'm always ordered, you know, always chauffeured into the places that I need to be. And for the learnings that need to happen from the closed doors, those happen too, and, and, and that's okay. Like I said, they didn't even want to rent to me my first retail space. I had to literally just keep going after them and telling them this is where I need to be. So they went and got the owner of the whole mall. <laughs> and then I told him I wasn't leaving. <laughs> and um, uh, he was uh, very compelled by my perseverance, <laughs> should I say, uh, or my annoying, I'm not sure which one. Uh, but he was, uh, he, he definitely <laughs> looked at me finally and uh, uh, said, you know, okay, since you just taken it this far, you know, um, so we're going to go ahead and lease to you. And then he became one of my biggest fans. So I just, uh, and one of my biggest advocates. So I, you know, it's, it's not about everyone just kind of agreeing with you all the time. It's sometimes it's about uh, a little bit of a challenge um, and that really builds you up and, and makes, it makes you a person that can endure through what you have to endure through in this life. You know, when you're saying that the first thing that pops in my head is there's this story um, a biblical story. So for some of my uh, friends, this, this show is listened to all around the world. So mm -hmm. uh, I know I have a lot of friends that read the Quran or the uh, Ching or what have you, but this mm -hmm. is a biblical 
story about this woman, and she walks in, and she has to see Jesus, and she's like, you know what, I need to holler at it. My daughter's really spazzing out on me. She's mm-hmm. tripping, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. any of you people know one thing that uh, you don't call a black woman is a dog. You just don't do it. And his <laughs> sister walks up and she tells him, well, you know what, uh, you know, uh, Jesus actually disses the chick and says, you know what, you boo, you are, you up in the wrong candy jar. We ain't got nothing in here for you. Ain't, there's nothing in here but Godiva chocolates. And as a matter of fact, if I was going to throw something your way, it would be a milk bone because basically, you know, what I have is for a certain class of people. And basically, boo, you just, you know, you, you are four, you're a four-legged, you bark, bark, you're a dog. I can't throw none of this your way. And she and her retort says, well, you know what, I may be a dog, but hell, a dog, doesn't a dog have some entitlement to the crumbs from a master's table? You know, and that's what I'm hearing with you is like, you, there was something there that gave you a fortification, a determination, you know, that let you know that um, I'm sorry, ma'am, sir, whoever you are, but you can't, you're not, I'm not going to allow you to make me miss my moment. <laughs> Tell yeah. me what that felt like. Well, it, it felt like what, what I've always, um, you know, went through. Again, those challenges that come up, but you know that you, that you fit and that this is a part of, you know, the fabric of who you are, and this is also a part of what you should be doing. And so um, that kind of, you know, went back to that where I said, you know, this is where I need to be. Um, This is where um, this, you know, store needs to be. This is where we need to be at. And um, I just need you to just, like, I just need you guys to, like, catch on now. You know, this is this is already here. I just need you to just kind of catch on. And um, it turned out to be true. And that doesn't mean that everything that everything just start rolling seamlessly. Um, that just means that you got them on board, even though it was reluctantly. So just imagine. Sometimes, you know, if you if someone gets on board reluctantly, then still maybe they're not giving their whole hundred percent to it. Uh, but again then that will be one one over as well. Um, you know, I believe that we I've been through this whole this this challenge and uh conquer for so long that a challenge doesn't scare me. And so, you know, to have everyone just say yes when we know that the best things happen and the really good things in life are tough to get and we know that. You know, you don't just become a a, um, a doctor in one year, you know, it takes years, it takes time. And so realizing that, that it's going to take time and it might take years and it takes a lot of effort, um, that's the part that I learned, you know, that you have to you have to do. Playing the piano, like you, you, you practice every day, all day, uh, to be a classical pianist like I was. So you don't you don't just – get on the piano and just start playing and, oh, I got it now. No, you practice all the time. So just learning that that patience and what you do and, and, and that uh, repetitive nature and that consistency, learning those type of principles um, and discipline in your life, I mean, it can take you very far. 
A big question. I, I know what a lot of us are probably thinking, and for those that aren't familiar with your story, here's this gift you have to play keys, and playing piano at a classical level opens many doors from being a studio musician to having the ability to tour with almost anyone you choose and, and all of that. What made you, when you got to the fork in the road, go entrepreneur versus musician? The walk to the music building was way further than the walk to the marketing classes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was cold. <laughs> okay. Um, remember, I'm into real, not illusion. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, um, I was, you know, a music major, and the walk to the music building was so far. Besides that, um, because I was from I'm from Houston, so I went to school in Atlanta, and you know we had our first winter my freshman year, and I was like, this is unreal, like 20 degrees. I'm just like, this is unreal. So it was so funny. I would I I, I set up and waited on my bus to go to the music building. I was like, it's just really worth it. But uh, no, but I I continued to do that. But really, what happened? Besides the cold, that was just kind of like one of those little bit of chips. But it, the real reason was because I couldn't afford to be at school. So I couldn't afford to be at school. Um, uh, I, you know, I needed to um, get a job because uh, I was going to get my apartment, and um, I needed to get a job. So to get a job meant I couldn't play anymore because when you play, you had to practice all the time. There was no time to work. You took 12 classes. You took way more classes than a regular um, uh, major would take. Um, and I just had to work. That's basically what it came down to. It came to down to having to work plus go to school at the same time. And I heard they were hiring at the mall. Doing, um, they didn't say doing makeup. They said they were hiring at the mall. One of my friends, it was a he say, she say kind of thing. I think they're hiring at the mall. Okay, I'm going to go to the mall. Okay, I'm going to go up there. And when I get there, they're like, oh, is that a makeup counter? Oh, a makeup counter, what? I never did makeup before. That's how it happened. Um, so the whole entrepreneur side came after I did that, worked at the makeup counter, realized that I never had an internship in my field. And then that's when <laughs> it hit me like a ton of bricks, what I was really supposed to be doing. So um, I never fantasized about being an entrepreneur. That never really came to mind. It all just start, started to happen. And I think that sometimes, you know, I talk to women every day, um, all day, and a lot of times they're looking for something really heavy, um, kind of like what I started talking about, you know, sometimes, you know, we're thinking about our purpose and we think it's going to, like, hit, you know, it's just like something really heavy going to happen. And um, it didn't happen for me like that. Everything just started to grow along the way. Even, you know, when I started working, started the business, I still didn't realize what it was going to turn out to be. Um, I had I had no five-year goal. I didn't really, I didn't even know. And then it started to become, and I got to, to get better understanding and knowledge as I went along. Well, I, what I want to do now is I, we're going to uh, go to break in about seven minutes, but 
I need to set this up because I know that there's some people out there that listen to this show that, and I want to give a shout out to um, uh, getting some hellos in from the Caribbean. So I want to tell everybody, hey, what's happening down in the Bahamas? Hey. And I want to shout out to the Virgin Islands. So what's happening to you guys out there? And I wish I had your weather, and I'm missing the heck up out being at my practice in Hawaii because I just uh, got a phone call from Hawaii, and it's 87 degrees in Hawaii right now. That's what 20- I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's a true. But here's what I want to say. Um, what a lot of people don't know about you, and because, you know, uh, Lamique is so well-branded that a lot of people aren't aware that, one, that is an African-American-owned company. Mm-hmm. Two, the product line is in Macy's. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, this, and, I, and I'm saying that because I want you guys to hear this is a young woman that has done something that people are going on Shark Tank trying to make happen. In case you guys have seen that program, there to knock and get in the door of anybody that's uh, in New York, based out of New York, and in the fashion district, and and a huge heavy hitter in the industry like Macy's is. That's unheard of. It is unheard of for someone to end up at the table, quote-unquote, with the big dogs. How did Mm -hmm. you get there? Tell us the day. Well, before you tell us how you got there, tell us all the no's that you got while you were in search of getting there. (laughs) Um, It's definitely something that is one of those far-off things that you don't even imagine at first. So it's one of those things where you, 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 you go so long saying, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Well, maybe that's, you know, oh, well, I'm not good enough, you know. Um, is that something I should be, you know, would they even pay attention? And so for me, I I wasn't even thinking on that route. I wasn't even thinking of that type of distribution when we first opened. I was not going after that. Um, I was going after women. My main thing was just direct to consumers, you know, getting women to re- experience this revelation and um, of Lamique. And so that was that was the whole point, getting women to understand beauty is revealed and not applied, you know, all these different things that we were just all about. And then it came that, hmm, I should have distribution. I want to be in upscale stores. I want our products to be on that level because when I looked at the market sheet, the marketplace, there is, you know, very few, uh, basically almost down to the ones and the zeros of of, of two to zero, excuse me, of um, upscale makeup lines that are in your major department stores that are black-owned, minority-owned, um, you know, women, that whole women of color type of thing. You just don't see that, and you don't know those people, and it's not common, and this is not regular, and this is not easy. And it's almost far too never for a lot of people. And so um, for for us, I was just like, you know, we belong in a place like that, and we shop at places like this. And so if we shop there, um, then we should be able to do business with people that we shop with too. So we, you know, we don't have to always only be the consumer, but we can also be the business partner. And this is something that I believe. And so I 
um, actually met someone uh, from that whole Macy's group, and I gave them a full of the products, whatever the case might be, and they saw um, that this could have an opportunity for something new that they wanted to go after. Well, Macy's was looking at doing more business with minorities. This is something that was on, on their corporate channels as well. Um, so I was a part of an initiative um, that they wanted to do more business with minority-owned companies called the Workshop at Macy's. Well, uh, because of this initiative, I'm going through this program, learning more about their business and, and what their interest in the market was, ended up in Bloomberg Businesses Magazine, ended up you know, um, in there with the CEO of Macy's here in London and, you know, being in his office and talking to him and, you know, being a part of this really big scale of where these stores um, realize that we are a big part of their customer and clientele base and that um, doing business with us will help to show their integrity and help to show also their interest um, in the dollars that they get from us. And I, I believe that, you know, um, in multicultural affairs, that it is, one, very difficult to get inside of this type of store, but then also as a minority, um, it is even more difficult because of access and because of these different things. So for me, I'm from Houston. Our corporate office is in Houston, but I had to go to Miami to make these seats and then ended up in New York for the time and doing all these different things. So you just can't stay in your little cubbyhole. you got to move out. But then also also with that, you have to see a vision for the reason why this is even important or why it should be important to these companies and really getting them to understand that as well. But our dollars do really make the noise. And so, you know, them realizing that this, you know, these black women, these Hispanic women, these Asian women are coming inside of our place, spending their money, but we don't do any business with them. You know, does that add up? You know, and so that's still the plight with a lot of different uh, major department stores um, that we still need to get them to answer the call to. Man, that is a deep story. We're going to take about a 50-second break. I have Kim Roxy, founder of Lamique Cosmetics, on uh, our show today, and that, and I want you guys to stay tuned because I know that there are a couple of things we're going to talk about when we come back from the break, but uh, to my audience and especially to the women of color that are in my audience, just the women that are listening to this show, period, I want you to really pay attention because whatever God did for Kim, he can do for you. And if you want to find out how, you might want to stay tuned. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and we'll be right back in about 50 seconds.
Don Young, and you're listening to Conversations with Yours Truly. Uh, I want to uh, just kind of talk about a couple of things before I bring my guests back into this program. This story is so crucial that you really get it. There have been some elements that have uh, developed, uh, and when you listen to the archive of the show, you guys can go back and check it out. But what I really want you to hear is, number one, this is a woman that is a virtuoso pianist. This is a woman that could have done anything she wanted to do, and especially with her gifts and talents in the music business. And I mean, when someone calls you a classical pianist, you are not just the average person banging keys. You can you can uh, literally get up and play with anybody's symphony in the world. And there was all of these opportunities that kept dragging her in because she said there was no internship toward this. There was no mentorship toward this. As a matter of fact, when um, you know Kim got ready to take her first step into being in retail, and I'm not talking about the uh, mogul status by being in Macy's that she's acquired as of now, but I'm talking about can a sister just get a can can a sister just get a storefront? And the people told her no and no and no. And, you know, she refused to lose. She she was like, you are not going to make me miss my moment. Now, with that being said, Kim, if there was a message that you were going to give to the young woman that's um, – well, I'm, I'm just be real honest. I have people listening to us right now that are in the Middle East, people that are listening to us right now that are in Australia – there are people mm-hmm. that are listening to us right now that are in Barbados, and some mm-hmm. of these sisters are making concoctions and selling perfumes that they mixed with oils in the living room. Others are making candles, and they're pouring the scent in the candle in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. women in designing clothing and sewing clothing on an old raggedy sewing machine in the Middle East. What would you say to these women so that they can find the Kim Roxy inside of them? I always say to them, the pressure is going to make you rise to the top. Um, you know, the pressure, you know, when you talk about um, them not wanting to lease the space to me and them telling me no and me saying, no, no, like, no, this is what I'm supposed to be, this is what's supposed to happen, because I had already made the plan that I was going to be inside of there. I had already told my professors that I had to pass um, and get – uh, and, and graduate because I had to do a final project for school. And I was like, look, because sometimes it comes down to the final vote, almost like a jury, to graduate. And I was like, look, y'all y'all got to vote my stuff to check mark because I can't come back another semester. I can't do anything. I got to graduate because I got a store that's getting ready to open. And at the same time, I'm preparing for that. So I was telling the, the store, I was like, and then I got to come here and just start because this is going to be my job. Like, so I had all this pressure. And but the pressure makes you rise to the top. The pressure makes you go dig deep, and 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 really um, propels you to uh, to the top. And really makes you go harder and go even more consistent. And really brings the best out of you. And I and I feel like sometimes, you know, sometimes we'll let the pressure just you know take us all the way down to the bottom. But really, that that pressure is supposed to get you to rise to the occasion. And so to the sisters, to the ladies. Um, to the women who I always advocate for as well, women-owned businesses, to the women that are doing these things and making these handmade products and going after these things, definitely 
you know, don't let the pressure put you down and get you in a down place and get you depressed because you don't have this, you don't have that. Allow that pressure to be your fuel and your your fuel to get you to really go faster and really to to go at it even more and to go even with more pre- you know even more press to it like gauge it more like let that be your motivation don't let it get you down i mean i still have things happen right now where i don't have every single thing i want i mean i still have to you know um do things um and i'm not afraid to do the bottom of the work to the top of the work i have to do what i have to do that's just what has to happen and so nobody is um, excluded from barriers. Nobody is excluded from obstacles. Uh, but when the pressure hits, what do you do? Do you rise or do you sink? And I choose to rise, and I encourage my ladies to rise. In your life, um, I, you know, I was thinking of this moment where uh, I'm just picturing, here's Kim Roxy's life standing up waiting on a bus in the cold and then just a few seasons later, here's the National Black Chamber of Commerce calling, and you're on the stage with the vice president of FUBU, and you're standing there as the founder of Lameet Beauty. Um, if the person that's the, that was on that stage could look back and talk to the Kim that was standing out there shivering in those shoes, the Kim that did not want to walk all the way to the other side of that damn campus, the Kim that was like, you know what, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to make it, the Kim that was sitting there saying, what do you mean you guys don't want to rent to me? What would the Kim Roxy that the National Black Chamber of Commerce um, called, what would she tell that Kim that didn't know all of this was going to happen, what would you say to her to encourage her? You know, I would say to her to um, to cease, cease that moment, too, and that everything that's happening now is going to work together for your good. Um, don't doubt that. Don't doubt that you're, you know, don't second guess that maybe – this is the wrong place. Maybe you went to the wrong school. Maybe you chose the wrong city, you know, or whatever the case. I would say don't guess any of that. Know that everything is right in this time, and you are right on track. I would assure her that. I would assure her that, you know, uh, nothing is off course. Nothing is, you know, behind schedule. Um, I always make the statement now when I go and speak that everything that I do is right on time. I have, I have not been out of place in years. <laughs> and so um, the Kim Roxy that knows that now uh, would tell would just definitely tell that girl that her her life is aligning right, and that to do not grow weary in well doing. You know, you need to def, every time you press and it and it gets uncomfortable, but you know you're pressing for it. You're in the right place, like every single time, and to meet. And to um, uh, even meet this day of that cold, you know, um, that having to go get a job, couldn't continue to just play the piano, had to go get a job, to, you know, even, again, that pressure that it's okay. Like, that pressure is going to be a part of your whole story, like, and the way you continue to grow. So I can even say now um, that I've, you know, when you talk about different countries, I've just thought about this year I went to 
man, so many different countries from Paris to London to Panama to Trinidad and Tobago. I've been all through Colombia this year. I have been all across the globe this year, and um, I meet women, you know, from all different backgrounds, different trainings, different skill sets. But there's one thing that we always connect on, and that is that um, endurance. And so I, I believe that women have this special way of enduring and that, you know, to that girl that is in the struggle, which I feel like I'm still in the struggle, because when you deal with not even just major department stores, when you deal with employees, when you deal with um, um, just everything, I mean, your neighbors, <laughs> you have different um uh, you have different obstacles that even come up, but even within these relationships, things get better. So I just, you know, just advocate for for her to just keep going, and to anytime you get any bumps in the road, you have to get redirected or detoured to another way. Continue to move that way, and then and go harder. So just just continue to push forward. That pressure is really again just going to make you rise. I just got an email from someone that's listening to you in Johannesburg, and she wants – I'm not going to try to pronounce your name, child, because I'll jack it up, but I am going to ask you a question. How – what was the sign she, – she wants to know what was the sign when you knew it was your moment. That's a good question. The sign when it was my moment? Yeah. What was the thing when you knew, you know what, I'm where I'm supposed to be, just like what you just said, that if you could tell that the tell talk to yourself back to, going back to the future, so to speak. But I, I'm digging her question. It's like, what was your sign when? When was that one moment when you said when you knew that you know what? I'm right where I need to be. And I'm not talking about Macy's because that's an obvious one. Everybody knows that was an obvious moment. But what was the sign along the way that lets you know that, you know what, I'm, I know I'm in the right boat heading up the right river? What was that moment for you? Well, these moments happen daily for me, um, to be quite honest, uh, because, again, like I mentioned, still going through challenges, still having to conquer this is a this when you are nobody. Well, I'm not going to be that person. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't get to any any place and then say this is oh this seems about right. Okay, let's stay here. No, every day is this steady appeal, appeal, appeal. So the moment, um, and you talked about in the beginning, seeing me in the moment and realizing that I live in that, then that every day is my moment. Every day there is some type of affirmation that happens to help me to realize it's my moment. Today, I was hosting a natural hair show. We were the sponsor of the Missouri Natural Hair Show going on in Houston. I just flew back from Chicago yesterday. I was there doing, um, we were a sponsor of the Rachel O. Beauty Holiday Bazaar, and I was on stage there. I had a moment there when I brought one young lady, one lady to the stage, and I could tell this was her first time ever being in front of people and people clapping for her. Um, that was my moment. I'm in the right place at the right time. There's a whole, it's an auditorium full of women clapping for this lady, and I know she's never had this before. And uh, she came up and told me later. Um, you know, that, that's when I realized it's my moment. When I was today hosting a show, before I'm getting ready to go host the, the show, um, a young lady walked past me. She, come to find out she's 12 years old. I just, like, took her in. 
made her my mentor, made her my mentee in like five minutes, and now I'm teaching her stuff, and now we have a connection, a relationship for a lifetime. This is my moment every single day. Um, nothing, you know, everything just attributes to the moment that I that I continue to have. Um, one big, you know, one big moment for me that I can that I can share business wise was when um, we first uh, first opened up the store and the gates went up and we're open for business and I realized that no one's passing by the front of the store because they stuck me all the way in the area where it was nothing but vacant stores because they didn't want me to they, – they didn't think I had a chance anyway, so they figured I was going to close in about two months anyway. So they just stuck me over there so I wouldn't be in the way of too much. And when I'm over there and I realize I'm open, I'm like, but nobody's passing by. Oh, my goodness, nobody's walking in. Hold on. What am I going to – I got to make – like, what am I going to do? Like, I got to sell some products. And I walked the aisles, went over to the food court, brought customers to the store one by one. That's how I build up my clientele, bringing people from all the other end of the mall, all the way from the food court, talking to them, telling them, come here, and getting them to walk with me all the way to the other end of the mall just to show them the makeup and then sell them on makeup. <laughs> um, so this is when I realized it was my moment because I realized that I could do what needed to be done to grow this thing. So um, daily I experience these moments to grow, and I realize that every relationship is, is going to be a part, you know, of uh, – is a part of our accomplishment for business. Um, the relationship I just got with my new mentee, you know, um, uh, uh, 12 years old, Mackenzie, you know, the relationship that we just started today um, will be a reason why people will say I'm successful because of the relationship that I've grown with her that will end up to be successful. So these are the things, and this is why I'm living my moment. You know, when I look back, I look, um, I, I'm a big advocate of the things that make women. And I think about people like Madam C.J. Walker, and this is a woman that was uh, born in 1867. Uh, I look at my mother. My mother was she was the first black state appointed official in the state of Texas. I remember sitting in the living room with my mother talking to Barbara Jordan and Shirley Chisholm, and they were hey Nita, and you know, and hot water cornbread is cooking and fried chicken, and these women in the midst of this soul food environment, there was nothing but etiquette and nothing but class uh, resonating from all of the aforementioned. Who were your role models and who was your mentor? Well, my role models uh, definitely, you know, is and, and still is my mother. My mother works. My mother's a hard worker. You know, um, my mother taught me that that you can be pretty. My mother never left the house without any makeup on. Now she's she's the biggest. I can Christmas coming up. I'm getting my mom a meek, and I and I promise you, she will be more happier than getting up a new car with a bow on top of it. <laughs> my mother is so grounded, um, and you know when people ask me, Kim, I just can't believe you don't have a big head. Like what is? I'm like you got to meet my mom. You meet my mom, do you understand me way more? My mom is a breast cancer survivor. My mom is a hard worker, did manual work, um, you know, to provide uh, her and my dad. My mom is just one of those people that would be dressed up with her makeup on, with a hat on, but then would go pick up boxes. Like, 
that's my mom, and that's who she she didn't even train me to do that. You just learned that from being around her. She's my role model. Uh, you know, my other role model that has um, has uh, who's been very vital in my life is my great grandmother, who um, isn't here on earth anymore, but she is. Um, she she passed away at uh, almost 109. And I would sit up and talk to her. She's the one who got me in love. You know, uh, when I was in high school, I used to volunteer at a nursing home. And so I just have always had this love for elderly, but she's a part of the reason why. Because I would talk to her, and I'm like, I, I mean, we could just talk for hours. I learned a lot from her. She didn't stop working until she was 93. Did you hear me, 93? Uh-oh. And, and so she was a school teacher, and then she went on to teach adults until she was 93. So some people say, I had somebody say to me today, oh, Kim, you work so hard, you must be going to retire early. I'm like, retire? Who would even say that word anymore? <laughs> That's not even our vocabulary right now. <laughs> and 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 uh, my great-grandmother worked until she was 93, and she didn't pass away until she was almost 109. So, um, you know, these are the examples and role models I had in my life. And because of these women, my resilience uh, is is a part of my DNA, and so um, you can wake up early. Uh, you can, you know, I always teach women that we shouldn't ever be competing with each other. That's not what it's about. It's about building relationships. My great grandmother taught me that. You know, she taught me that. You know, you have confidence, and it doesn't have it, your confidence isn't based on your comparison to someone else. Um, and so, you know, I always say, you know. You can wake up in the early early in the morning. You can go to bed later than me. It doesn't matter. It's still not going to change what the influence of Kim Roxy will have. And so these are my role models. Um, you know, my mentors now um, happens to be Kathy Hughes, you know, uh, president of Radio One. Uh, she's one of my mentors, you know, someone who I didn't ask to be my mentor. I went to her. Uh, I got hired to go do her makeup one time. And then she just kind of took me under her wing. And, you know, because of that example, that's what I do to girls now, too. I just take people under my wing. I don't wait for them to ask me. If I feel like this is, you know, who I'm supposed to be talking to and pouring into this, this is what I do, you know. And so she taught me that, too, you know, that, you know, I never had to ask her, will you be my mentor? Do you have time for me? No. I call Kathy. She answers the phone. <laughs> you know, she, you know, she, she's, she's always you know, just been so available, and and that's something that she teaches me along the way. You know, other my mentors, I would say would be Rhonda Adams. You know, I can just list a whole number of women that have never, you know, just said, "Oh, I'm going to be your mentor," but that I watch. You know, and women that you name like Barbara Jordan and Madam C.J. Walker. You know, all these different people. You read where their biographies, you read their works. You you know, and you learn from those things. Um, and so, uh, you know, Nelson Mandela, you know, who we just experienced, you know, this legacy, you know, these are his quotes, you know, these are the things that, you know, I was looking at a lot of his quotes and I was like, conciliation is more powerful than revenge. Like I just sat on that the other night, one of his quotes that he had, you know, and just the different things, you know, we just learn from these different things. And at this point, I just want to be wise enough uh to hear uh, good advice, good information, and just be able to use that in, in my knowledge base. And so, 
these are some of my mentors, my role models, my mom, my great-grandmother, who I love. Um, and to be honest with you, I learn from a lot of women every day, <laughs> a lot of women every day. You know something that um, yesterday I was having dinner at one of my favorite re- restaurants, and I bumped into a couple of uh, acquaintances. Uh, Tina knows Beyonce knows mom was there with a guy with a gentleman that owns a, a big chicken chain in Houston called Frenchie's, uh, a long-time acquaintance of mine, Crusoe. And I'm looking at how Crusoe and Tina um, – give back to the community and do so much. Mm-hmm. What are your current interests, or do you have some things that are happening where people can come out and experience and meet you and experience the Lamique brand, and if so, where and what's happening? So I just got an award earlier this year from Essence of a Lady Nonprofit Organization for Philanthropists of the Year. Um, I do do a lot of community efforts. Uh, so many, so many that um, you just have to keep upbeat with me. And the best way to keep upbeat with what I'm doing is through my social media um, and to be uh, a part of, you know, my whole engagement process uh, because that's where I get to announce a lot of things. Um, as far as Lamique, we get involved with a lot of different community um positions and we support a lot of the nonprofit organizations, whether it's, you know, when I did the, um, the, the initiative with the city of Houston, I created a lip gloss called Status Red, and it was for women and girls to know their status. And um, you can go buy at our store right now or go buy on our website, and lamique-beauty.com is our website, and a part of the proceeds goes back to the city of Houston's Bureau of HIV-AIDS. Uh, for women and girls, uh, for awareness campaigns and, and different things like that. Um, we're involved with a lot of different organizations. We we did a scholarship here recently uh, with a lady who gave a scholarship out to a young lady who's um, actually getting ready to go to college, fulfilling her dreams. So we do a lot of different things. I would say, you know, we have a new campaign out right now. I mean, at our, um, we're doing... Um, a shoe charity. So we get involved with a lot of different organizations. I would say go to our blog, which is lamiquemakeup.blogspot.com. I would say go to our website, which is www.lamique-beauty.com. And then what Kim Roxy is doing on the forefront, I would definitely say go to my social media, um, rather it be Facebook and Twitter and all those different things, Kim Roxy. Um, I volunteer because that's what my mom taught me to do. She told me before, you know, I was able to get a job. She said you should go volunteer, and I started off at the nursing home volunteering. I'm always volunteering, um, and to be honest with you, I didn't even realize I would get any acknowledgement for it until after I started doing it. And um, uh, this is something that, you know, if, even if someone else has any type of opportunities for us to participate in, I would definitely engage them to uh, reach out to us about them. Um, you can go through our website, like I said, to reach out to us about those things. Um, and because we would love to hear how we can support, you know, even on a global scale what's happening. Um, because we are, you know, we know that we see beauty in, uh, in the real light that it is and that it is an inside-outside thing and that when women and girls' beauty is revealed, then they are better people to our, our society. So um, we support 
women all across the board. So um, anything that's coming up that, you know, that your audience, again, or any uh, leaders in the community that would love to um, reach out to us about, we would love to hear about those things. Well, I can tell you that I think that that's a wonderful thing. I know that um, the, the landscape now is in such need of um, – Two things: one, products and quality products like what Lamique makes, and especially quality people, which uh, created Lamique, which you are. I want to take a moment and just say thank you so very much for um, you know coming on the program tonight. I look forward to us collaborating in 2014. I know that the Devon Young brand and the Lamique brand are all about empowerment and changing the lives of people for the better. Uh, yeah. I want to, while I'm saying that to you, uh, let you know that the door is always open here for you to come on this program and talk about whatever because we are definitely a big fan of you. Oh, thank you so much. I, You know, when they reached out to me, when my publicist told me that um, I would be on this show and we agreed to it, I was more than excited uh, because I know the integrity of this show. So I was just so happy to even um, be in, you know, be on this channel and have the opportunity to share with your listeners um, about what Kim Roxy is about, but then also how it matches up with um, Dr. Young is about. So it's really good. I think it's a great collaboration, a great partnership. Thank you so much, and I definitely appreciate it. It really revealed my beauty too because I got to talk about some things I've never talked about before. Well, I guarantee, you know, the thing uh, that I want to say about that is on this program, everybody's been on this program from Michael Baisden to Rashonda Tate Billingsley to um, Kim Burrell. Uh, this coming, I think this Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, we have the winner of BET Sunday Best on. So we will only the way, I love yeah. the way, not to cut you off, but, you know, I love the way that you named all these different women that were unique. I loved it. It was just like a little meat commercial you did. <laughs> well, well, I'm just saying, you know, because the, the truth be told, the reason why we pick the guests that we pick isn't because we are trying to kiss butts or we're trying to do this or do that, but they have to make a positive contribution to the lives of millions of people globally, be they mm-hmm. black, white, agnostic, Christian, Jewish, Islamic, Hindu. Mm-hmm. You have to have something resonating in your value to be on my show. And the thing that I'm afforded to have that makes that happen is uh, I could not do this without Julia. Julia is an integrity fanatic and, you know, all the way down. Well, I don't know. I'm serious, girlfriend. This She does not play. I remember when she first became my producer. I was getting ready to put a picture up on something to promote something, and I, I thought Juanita had come from the grave, Juanita being my deceased mother. And she was like, oh, no, you don't. We are not using something unless we have rights to you. You know what I mean? This girl is um, – I'm sorry. Not girl. I, I want to get chastised. This beautiful woman that is my producer is like A1 on her game, and she's probably one of the best – uh, promotional people in the country, so I'm just really fortunate that I have someone that gets it in terms of what we want to create in terms of a jump-off point for the people around the globe, the millions of people that are listening to or going to listen to this program. Um, we're doing this for you. So, yeah. Kim, 
definitely are part of the fabric and you're part of what we want to resonate in terms of the social awareness as well as an intangible value. So, again, thank you again for coming on our program tonight. Thank you for having me. And I just really want to tell the women just once again, let that pressure make you rise. Wow. That's a heck of a way to go out. That was Kim Roxy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Before we uh, leave the air tonight, I just want to say a couple of things. First, please, if you miss the program, don't ever sweat. Every one of our programs is archived. And tonight, here are the takeaways that I want you guys to leave with. Whatever God did for Kim Roxy, whatever he did for me, he will do for you. However, he only steers moving vehicles, so you cannot be sitting on your behind uh, talking about how much faith and what pastor and some uh, alleged prophet has told you because faith without works is dead, and it is very, very dead, and it's necrotic. So if you've been given a talent or a vision, which I promise you if you're breathing, you have, if you can hear my voice right now and you've been procrastinating about taking that step toward what you have called and what you have put on this planet to do, now you just heard another bit of evidence that God will finish what he begins in you. You have not been given that gift and that vision or that talent for a reason. And here's your sign. Anytime that you do something so well, that even your enemy has to acknowledge its greatness. Anytime that there is an unrelenting urgency about being at a certain place, calling a certain person, uh, something that no matter how much you don't want to do it, but you can't help but be compelled to, and no, I'm not talking about that box of wine or getting high. I'm talking about getting up and using these gifts and talents that God may have given to other people, but he didn't give them to them the way that he gave them to you. So here's the uh, final statement, and we're going to be out for the evening. Julia, you can get the music ready. If you don't believe and invest in you, Why in the hell should anyone else? Anyway, with that said, we will be talking to you on Wednesday, and that uh, at 12 noon we have the this season's winner of Sunday Best. I believe that will be December the 11th, so that's 12 noon Central Standard Time, 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, that's 1 p.m. Eastern Time and GMT. I don't know what time that is, but for those of you that are listening in the U.K., Canada, and Australia, and I want to send a shout-out to Julian Barbados, girlfriend. We love you. We're praying for your family. I also want to send a shout-out to our friends over in South Africa and tell them that we are definitely honoring the life of Nelson Mandela. And all I can say is let's not mourn, let's manifest, because what he began, we can finish. With that said, I love you. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. This has been Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Have an awesome week. Good night. Thank you.